It's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had this much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day, he's the best. Keith Stewart. Good afternoon, and welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. Wade, we are heading into the third dimension this afternoon. Mickelson does some motivational speaking in the NFL. The PGA Tour is in Mayacoba, Mexico, and I'm back from competing at the Jersey Shore. We all get an extra hour of sleep this weekend. Take advantage. Now hold on tight, because this plane ride is about to take off. Ladies and gentlemen, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You can't stop the pro show. Once again, good afternoon. It's Friday. Happy hour time, and it's the pro show. My name's Keith Stewart, and I'm with my able-bodied friend on the board, my man, Mr. Wade Weezer. Afternoon, sir. How's your week this week? It's good. Fine. No complaints. I got complaints. Okay. Frost delays are back. <laughs> Say what? Frost delays are back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah that that might, I noticed this morning. That might be the single solitary reason that I walked away from being a club professional. I didn't see why I can't have heated greens. We have heated floors, right? Yes. <laughs> heated blankets. Expensive, right? Everything. I mean, I tell you, it's, it is probably one of the most frustrating. Every, every uh, golf professional or service personnel person that uh, is listening to this right now understands mm-hmm. our pain when it comes to frost delays. So we're just going to skip right past that. Thankfully, earlier in the week, we had beautiful weather. You know, last week I was talking about how I was going to compete with the uh, New Jersey PGA closing event of the season on yeah. Monday, Tuesday. You're at the Jersey Shore. Uh, we were down Did at Galloway you, uh, National. At GTL, Jim Tan Laundry? Yes, Epsicon. perfect. Yeah, that's where we were. Atlantic City uh, and uh, great host, Galloway National. Fantastic job by the team at the New Jersey PGA running a tournament. They had 40 teams down there. And it uh, worked out well for Team Stewart Ramagli. Uh, the first day we were uh, average at best, uh, maybe okay. maybe a C minus, <laughs> but we came back with an A minus on the second day, and uh, I think we finished like about tied eleven of forty teams. Congratulations! So That's uh, nice. I uh, that is pull- respectable. Yeah, I pulled the saddle tight on my partner, and uh, well, you know, the horse doesn't run if you don't whip it. You know, so we <laughs> sure. we got we got the job done. And is your uh, partner okay with that analogy? <laughs> <laughs> he is my partner, Pretty partner good. in crime. Yes, Mr. Vince Ramagli. Uh, nothing but mad props for all that you did this week. Uh, just some great playing. And uh, we both made some birdies. And uh, at the end of the day, we had some fun at the same time. It was great to see all the guys from the New Jersey PGA, which I haven't seen too much this season because we're usually over here behind the mic. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are not. So uh, good to see all of them. And congratulations to the two Bryans who defended their frosty title. That's Brian Mackey and Brian Krollfeffer. Uh, they won by four, so I guess they got this event down pat. And uh, you know what? They're probably using new technology in golf that like, we're about to discuss today, these guys. Okay. That's how good they played. I like new technology. Yes. We're going to talk to Jihei Lee. She is the CEO and founder of Sportsbox AI. And uh, quite simply, this is 3D capture on the go. So you take a video of your golf swing and then some technology, some innovation, some computer bits and pieces some micro trips go into work and then it it breaks it down into a 3d image and it starts to um analyze and give you the analytics of how where all the body parts are moving 
Now, the average golfer will say, well, geez, if I'm like a bogey golfer, what do all those numbers mean? That's not important. What's mm-hmm. important is that you understand that how to get to those numbers. Right. Your mechanics and all that. Yes. So the field gets to real. And when that happens, and it's, it's an incredibly hard thing to do in golf because in golf, 60% of the golf swing takes place outside of our field of vision. So as a coach forever myself, you know, teaching like over 10,000 hours in my career, it's like that's like the age old curse is like, well, I, I don't know where that is. OK, right. well, if you could quantify it, it would be easier. And uh, this thing's pretty cool. And I'm so happy to have her on and can't wait to talk to her because as a coach and like, you know, I take, for example, I mean, this thing could be a real game changer. It's like motion capture kind of like. Oh, yeah, man. You got to put the little dots on your faces because it's going to be. No. Well, so that's the thing (laughs) that that's the thing. Um, She calls it. We had a little pre-call this week to just kind of give me an idea just so I would sound somewhat intelligent covering this uh, particular subject matter. And uh, she calls it 3D capture on the go. Okay. So you don't have to put any sensors on. You don't have to do anything crazy. You could wear like like today. You're wearing Steve's shirt from Blue's Clues. It does resemble that. Okay. So um, you you could just wear that shirt and you could therefore take a video. You take it. Well, we're not going to get into this now, but it's it goes directly into um the, the motion capture moment, and then you get a 3D image, you know, which for me is a lot better looking than the regular image, and it's just fantastic. I can't wait to talk to her, get in-depth uh, background uh, on how she developed it, entrepreneur. You know, I love entrepreneurs. I love thinkers, and I love uh, innovators, so uh, we're, we're very happy to have her on this afternoon. And when it comes to things like I do, like I think at this point I've probably written like a thousand or maybe like 125 articles for PGA.com, maybe mm-hmm. since February or March, whenever we started working with them. And, you know, these types of moments make me think of when I write for them, because they're they're mostly coaching articles about how difficult the player coach relationship is. And I can't wait to talk to her and ask her more about that and how this is going to advance. Yeah, what a great tool for that. That relationship. And going back to last week with Decade and Scott Fawcett, he's all about teaching on the golf course. Well, a lot of times these sensors and all these other things or force plates and track man and and swing catalyst. And and I could list like 100 other things that cost like $20,000 a piece. This thing is a mobile app in your phone. It's I'm pretty fired up about it because I think it can kind of change the game. And uh, to me, you know, that's that's significant because I love to coach, done it for a long time, and I'm going to continue to do it for a long time. Now, uh, the men are down in Mexico. The PGA Tour has having another one of these birdie fests. You know, they they enjoyed um, they enjoyed Bermuda so much in the weather that now they're going to truly to paradise. So they went down to Cancun or in Mayacoba, just I think it's just south of Cancun. I've uh, been down there before. Um you know, I, that brings up a funny story, right? You want to hear a funny story? I love them. All right. So golf story. Uh, my wife's going to kill me for this one, but we got to tell the story. Right? As soon as I sipped coffee, by the way, you say you asked me a question. You saw it go to my face. Continue. All right. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, um, afternoon coffee. You're getting fired up for the I, weekend. I, I, man. I have to. I tell you, I love it. Gets in the it. frame. Gets yeah, in the frame. Mine. That's not just coffee. Anyway. So um, <laughs> I am Irish, you know. Yes. Well, yeah. So uh, my wife and I go down for New Year's Eve one year. We go to Moon Palace down there and uh, they're not they're they, well, they're not paying for this uh, read right now. But um, and they certainly when you hear the story, they're not going to want to. <laughs> but um, so we go. We, it's uh, New Year's Day morning and uh, we had New Year's Eve the night before and we're playing golf and my wife is driving the cart and I, I hate to drive the cart. It's a thing, okay. right? I just, I prefer to be driven around. Sure. You know, I, I like can, I can see that like Ray Liotta and Goodfellas, you know, I just, so I just, 
I just don't I don't want the, like I don't want to be the one that's responsible for the cart, et cetera, et cetera. And she was happy to do it. Uh, my beautiful bride. So she's driving around and we're making the turn. We're going from nine to ten and we stop through the um, staging area. Mm-hmm. And there's a zillion people in there. And the reason you go in there is because it's super hot down there and you want to get like cold, wet towels, which okay. feel great, you know, especially on New Year's Day morning. Sure. And uh, so she's kind of yeah. swinging the cart around and. To my right, now I'm to the right of her in the shotgun seat, right? There's a guy who, I don't know, he's like clearing his throat or he is like choking on last night's tequila. I don't know what is happening, but this guy is like, you know, hit the cough button. It's like, it's like, right? And it's very distracting. And to my wife's defense, she looks over, but her foot's still on the gas pedal and I'm looking over. Now, I look back forward before she does and there's a huge metal bench there. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. I see where this is going. Yeah. You should have seen where it was going at the time, right? And she just rams this this huge bench to the point where the cart goes up on the bench, right? It looks bad. And I now the bench is kind of like now teetering up in the air. So I run out really quick, but there's there's a zillion people standing around and I and I kind of just I mean, not like He Man, because of the way that the thing was teetering, I just kind of ripped the bench out from underneath the front of the cart. And then I'm like, I get in the cart, I go back up and leave. Let's go. We got to go. Right? Like we robbed the bank or something. Like we stole the cold towels. alarm in the background. So we're on the 10th hole. We tee off very quickly. We're cruising down the 10th hole and uh, we get out there. And of course, of all things, right? There's a cough guy. No, well, no, not the cough. The cough guy was, he was just a, he was a resort guest. Sure, sure, sure. Yes. But there is now a fleet of golf carts following us. Down the 10th hole. And I go, I just act like nothing happened. Right? Maybe they, went that way. maybe they think it's the other people that are playing with us. Right? So uh, about three carts pull up, one of whom is the, uh, I'm sure, the golf professional. And uh, they introduced themselves. And they were very cordial and everything. And they said, first question, is everyone all right? Right. <laughs> uh, we're fine. And I, I think they wanted to, like, do a field sobriety test. I was going to say, was their brother you know, eyes were involved? Yeah, there, there probably should have been. And uh, anyway, uh, long story short, they uh, they replaced our cart. They said, please be careful. We explained the situation. They were very nice about the whole thing. But, you know, crazy things happen in Mexico. And if you look at what's happening at Mayakoba, you've got, uh, I think, 91. After the first round, you had 91 of 132 competitors under par. So that's at minus wow. one or better. Yeah, I think uh, it's... Um, it's go low or go back to the all-inclusive is yeah. what it comes down to. 70% of the field is under par. And leading the way is none other than Matt Wolf, who's at 10 under. 10 birdies. No mistakes yesterday. Clean card. You got to love it. And with all of his struggles that have been documented throughout the media about his mental health and so on and so forth. How I mean, this guy was all world. Go back two years. I mean, nothing's changed in two years, right, Wade? No, nothing right? at all. Nothing at all. Nothing. The world's the same place. Absolutely. So two years ago, Matt Wolf was... You know, the world's greatest collegiate golfer. He uh, was the NCAA champion by five. I think he won six events that year at Oklahoma State. He was a sophomore and then he turns pro. His third event, he wins the event on the PGA Tour. You know, nothing but accolades for this young man. And then, you know, during 2021, early in the year, he just wasn't wasn't in a good mind space. Well, it seems like he's back in a, in a pretty good mind space because his three events this year so far on the PGA Tour 
He's been really solid, and he's followed by another young stud there on the, the PGA Tour, Mr. Aaron Wise. Um, and you would have been wise to bet him like me earlier mm-hmm. in the week at, mm-hmm. at uh, 33 to 1. I've got wow. I've got that dog going. He was eight <laughs> under through 10 holes. I was like, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I was breaking keys on my keyboard as I was typing into Twitter. I was like, come on, here we go. Chris Kirk in third at seven under. Now listen to this guy's start to the day. He starts on the 10th hole, which is a par three. First swing of the day goes in. Hole in one. Stop. Yep. No, I'm not stopping. I tell you. <laughs> he can't stop. No, well, he didn't stop either because on his fourth hole, he made another eagle. He had two eagles in four holes. Wow. This is the type of tournament we're talking about, folks. And we got some good golfers down there. You got Ricky Fowler. He's at five under, uh, T11, at tied for 20th. At four under, you've got Scotty Scheffler, Tony Finau, Victor Hovland, your defending champ, uh, JT and Abraham Anser, Mexico's finest, at uh, minus three. And Brooks, who had a little three-hour power session on the range following play, is at even par. So he's not one of the 91, which uh, for him, I think, is a little bit of an issue. Um, I think he wants to get back to winning major championships, or at least that's that's what it sounds like. Sure. So that's the recap there real quick from round one of the Worldwide Technology Championship at Mayakoba. All right. Yes, I need, a, I need a quick drink after that one. Yeah, that was great. You know, a little water. Uh, but anyway. I feel informed. You know what? I think that's a good thing. That's the whole purpose of the pro show is to be informed and also to learn more about our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. The charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. Led by PGA professionals, programming for youth, military veterans, and individuals with special needs provides the opportunity to experience the game in a welcoming environment. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. I am so proud that they are a sponsor of ours. And next week is Veterans Day, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to have a little fun with the New Jersey Golf Foundation and Veterans Day and PGA Hope. And we're going to do something special next week. That's just a little precursor there nice. for you. Yes. Here's another precursor for you, folks. It is 314 or so here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Be back in a moment with our great guest, G. Hey Lee. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop, chop, he says I'm going to win big. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. All NFL players get paid a lot. You're not going to get paid more than me, though, because I'm the guy when it comes to clearing it out. Y'all take care of business. Spoken like a true wide receiver. Way to go, Roscoe (laughs) Jenkins, team of me. Or his name is first on the show, so we get it. You know, we get it. (laughs) Meshawn, as they like to call me, for those that don't know me. But anyway. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio or streaming live on the ESPN app. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming led by PGA professionals, so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. An exciting new development is coming soon as the Inspiration Golf Range on the campus of the Lions VA Medical Center in Somerset County will serve as a new golf training facility for Special Olympics New Jersey, as well as the new home site for the PGA Hope, a rehabilitative golf program program for veterans. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, please visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. That's NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or 732-465-1212. Time to get back on course as the pro show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. 
Welcome back to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and you're listening to ESPN 920. Our world is full of technology. As a PGA coach, I've always wondered why if somebody could create an iPhone, why can't they help us play better golf? Well, that time has come. G.A. Lee is a brilliant, business-minded person behind Sportsbox AI. She and her team have developed new technology. She's starting something significant in golf, and this afternoon, she's here to tell us about it. Well, we are right here in the middle with G.A. Lee. G.A., good afternoon. Welcome to the Pro Show. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing great, Keith. Thanks for having me on. Well, you know what? Uh, in the opening of the show, I was going in into great depths about how excited I am for this interview and really to learn more about this technology, because as a PGA coach and have been for decades, uh, if I had had this 20 years ago, I, I think we would have just we would have solved golf. So I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about this conversation today, but I, I want to jump right into it with you. You know, you are a very busy lady and I know you have just you know so much time. So thanks for joining us. But this app and your technology was kind of just released to the world about a month ago, right? How exciting have the last couple of weeks been? Uh, it's funny, Keith, when you say that you could have used this 20 years ago, I could have used this when I was playing on the LPG tour 10 plus years ago. I, I think I might've had a career out there still if I had this, but yeah, it's been a really, really exciting and busy couple of weeks. Um, our, you know, Instagram DMs are just blowing up and um, people are emailing us. There's a lot of interest and we're really grateful. Well, you mentioned career there and you have a very, in my mind, you know, in kind of digging into your background, I, I think your career path, it, although it, it seemed to kind of move around a little bit, when you kind of look at it in a macro sense, it, it almost led you to this moment. So for my listeners, why don't you give them a little background? Uh, like you just mentioned, you know, you played in college, but you also mentioned that you had played on the LPGA tour. Um, take us kind of through how you've grown into this moment. I've really had a bit of a zigzag, but like you said, when I look back, I feel like everything I have done in my career has kind of led me to this moment. And I, I was telling a friend of mine the other day, I really feel like I'm using every minute of everything I've done uh, to do what I'm doing now. So that's, that's always uh always nice a nice feeling to have I think but yeah I started uh, my career um, after college as a professional golfer I was at Yale for undergrad decided last minute before graduation that I did not want to go into finance like I was all of my peers were doing uh, and I went into professional golf and kind of dove right in moved to Florida found a coach or multiple coaches along the way and uh, just you know grinded away at it and um, played a couple years on the Features Tour, now Symmetra Tour, LPGA Tour 09, 10, 11, with a little sprinkling of Ladies European Tour in there. And uh, afterwards, I decided I wanted to try my hand at the business side of things uh, in sports. So I went to IMG Golf um, and as a, uh, you know, representing my good friend, Michelle Wee. Um, and, then, and then I went to business school at Wharton and got some classic business training. Um, and afterwards, I was at Top Golf for five years. And that leads me to last year when I decided I wanted to be an entrepreneur and uh, kind of went on my own and started Sportsbox. 
to anyone that's listening, uh, first of all, we're talking to Jihei Lee, and she's the founder and CEO of Sportsbox AI. But if you were thinking about being an entrepreneur, this would be a pretty good blueprint to follow. We go Yale, then uh, we go to the LPGA Tour. Um, you're going to get some professional sports experience, some some performance anxiety there. Then we're going to take that <laughs> over to representing uh, probably the most notable professional golfer of our time, Michelle Wee. Maybe we'll go to Wharton Business School. And then if we're going to think about new innovations in golf, we, we, we're going to try Top Golf. And now you're here. So I, I, I kind of think of like it might seem like an obvious question, but was there a moment in time during all of this where you kind of take a step back and you look at it and you go, you know, like I could kind of come up with a cool idea with all of these experiences. Yeah. I think I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, right? And I think all professional golfers to a certain extent, it's an individual where you have to figure a lot of things out on your own. You have to be brave, right? And those are all ingredients for uh, making a great entrepreneur. Um, and I've always had ideas about how to improve this and that, especially especially in the game of golf, whether it's, you know, setting athletes up for success financially um, and, you know, or the game itself. So, uh, yeah, and, and at Top Golf, you know, I was there for five years throughout the biggest growth years of that company uh, when it went from a venue-based business as you're serving burgers and hot dogs, right, um, all the way to having business units like Top Tracer. Um, I really learned a lot about creating something new from scratch. And I I always raised my hand whenever there was an opportunity. I, I, I jumped to the most entrepreneur thing, entrepreneurial thing possible. So I kind of noticed a pattern that one, I, I had these ideas, and two, I always gravitated towards the the the, the most entrepreneurial, like most difficult thing possible. So that's kind of what led to this moment. All right, I, I, people that listen to this show all the time know I love to dig into entrepreneurs' minds. But we're gonna we're gonna take a step back for a second because folks have, uh, are gonna be killing me if I don't get you to explain exactly what Sportsbox AI is first, your product, and then maybe we'll get back into uh, a little bit of some entrepreneurial advice. But uh, so f for the fans that are listening to this show, break it down for me. What is Sportsbox AI that you have created? Sportsbox AI, we're at the core DNA, we're a computer vision and AI company. And that sounds a little bit esoteric, so I'm going to break it down to something practical, which is our first product. Basically, we have the ability to turn any 2D, uh, just your regular video taken on your phone, and turn it into full 3D animation, something that can be seen from full 360 above or below, and get... 3D biomechanical measurements right there on your phone. So um, our first product, Sportsbox 3D Golf, it's it's an app for coaches and their students um, to communicate through 3D, you know, measurement language versus relative measurement. Like a good example is, oh, try to rotate a little bit more to your rack sling. Well, what is more? Where did you start from? Did you actually improve? Are you improving? Um, so we, we turned that into, okay, well, you're at 80 degrees. Let's try to get you to 90 so that you can hit it a little farther. So that's that's what we can do with our first product. Um, but yeah, at our core DNA, we're a computer vision AI company. You know, it, the best inventions in the world usually have 
the simplest practical uses. And as a coach myself for years, it used to drive me nuts to have to take video capture from different angles. And to all the coaches that are listening or to all the players that love to take video of their swing, this device, now correct me if I'm wrong, G.A., but this device, if I take one picture from face on or the caddy view, then it instantly or within seconds, it turns it into six different views. Correct. So we have six different preset views face on down the line behind and from target view, which is a really difficult view to get unless you're, you know, sitting in front of Phil Nicholson, you know that he's going to flop it over you and not hit you. Um, And then above and below as well. So those two angles actually in particular have been hugely important for understanding how the different parts of the body are moving. But um, in addition to that, you can get measurements of how the different body segments and joints are moving. Now, my producer, Wade, who is an off and on golfer, he had asked me a question in the opening about, do you have to put on sensors to use this or anything? I, it just, it's just with your phone, correct? Correct. Just with your phone, just with one, one video from taken from one angle and no markers or sensors. Now, all right. I'm, I'm a little bit deeper into this than most um, as far as background knowledge, but I'm pretty much blown away by just that moment in that usefulness in the technology. So let's get back to, I mean, how do you get something like this? Because I mean, you've been in the throes of it. You've been on the 18th hole. You've needed to make a cut. You've needed to make a birdie. You've needed to win a match. You've been in a college tournament at the highest level division one. You have felt all of these emotions and you have been striving and looking for something we joked about. If we had it 20 years ago, you know, we would all be Annika and tiger, right? Um, you know, how did you, I mean, we all have these ideas, but somehow great entrepreneurs can get them from the whiteboard into development. How did you do that? I had a great team, honestly. I teamed up with this group in Seattle that had prior experience with AI, building incredible technology for the consumers, for companies like Samsung and Toyota uh, that still run on technology that they've built. So um, my CTO was the head of engineering for that company uh, called Voicebox. And uh, I really really benefited from his prior experience and the team that he's, uh, he was able to pull together. And so part of it was the technology, but um, I, my partner, Stephanie, uh, co-founder Stephanie, who has built her career in golf as well as a journalist, she and I really put our heads together and said, who are the collaborators that can really take this concept from an, an approval concept that, that the technology works to something useful for the golf industry. So, you know, along the way, we, we um, collaborated with Mike Adams, Terry Rolls, and Phil Cheatham, Dr. Phil Cheatham, who is a preeminent biomechanist in the field, um, and, um, and investors like David Ledbetter and Sean Foley, and all of these different pieces along the way really um, helped create what we have today. Well, you know what? We are fortunate to be collaborating with you this afternoon there, Jihei Lee, you know, founder and CEO of Sportsbox AI. And I think about this and I look at the timeline. You leave Topgolf in 2020 and then you start this company. So, I mean, I don't know if you're giving yourself enough credit. You t- how do you collaborate during COVID? I mean, you, you put this thing together at the height of the pandemic. I mean, is this one of those things where you really wanted to put a project together and you needed extra time like people during COVID wanted to write a book, so they did? Or is this, was this, I mean, how does this all come together? (laughs) It's 
really funny. And we really are truly a pandemic baby, right? We're a pandemic startup. We Everyone was in every, you know, every zip code <laughs> um, and time zone. So uh, that did create a bit of a challenge. But um, thankfully, everyone was so passionate about this that I wasn't ever worried about people slacking off or not being fully engaged. I mean, Zoom and Google Meet and Microsoft Teams, like these are some incredible technologies to collaborate around. And um, yeah, I mean, this I, I really tapped uh, into their, their passion, right? Everyone, no one was doing this to quote unquote make a buck, right? Everyone was so deeply passionate about making this happen. It really didn't take much for me to drive it forward. Well, you know, in a lot of ways, passion equals a mission. And let's look at the big picture for a second. What is the mission you're trying to accomplish just just with this 3D golf technology? I mean, taking your experiences into account, what do you want to do for the golf industry? You know, big picture, um, or actually, actually, let's start from the um, small picture here. Myself and the people around me that have gotten into golf over the years. Um, I, I just want there to be an easier, more straightforward process for somebody to get good information and uh, understand when when they make a good swing in front of a coach on the range with nothing on the line versus when they, you know, or I should say I uh, pull hook it into the woods on the first tee. What, what happened? <laughs> What's the difference? If I can solve that and that alone, I mean, almost mission accomplished, like for personally mission accomplished. There's so much more that we want to, we want to do and uh, we want to achieve. But I mean, it, Think about that alone as a potential. And then bigger picture, um, what we want to solve is, you know, there's a lot that happens between getting information and being able to execute it, whether it's in golf or fitness or, um, you know, other sports, right, like baseball, hockey, tennis. People are going to YouTube and Instagram. We're working with, with coaches who are giving them good information, but you know, you need to be able to execute it and practice it and, it and, and train it, um, train yourself to be able to move differently, learn and actually um, learn a skill. And so that's where we fit in. We take information from something that is just kind of out there, something that you understand, but um, you, we give you, we, we kind of fill in the feedback loop on whether you are doing it correctly or moving correctly towards your goals. Well, a big part of that feedback loop is the player-coach relationship. And we have to jump to a quick break right now. But when we come back, I want you to be thinking about that because that's the next place I want to go with this conversation. Hey, everyone. Up next, more with Jihae Lee, golf's gatekeeper to the third dimension. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Mike Greenberg is... Greeny. Chris Paul is one of those guys whose numbers, if you look at them, are so good that they almost seem made up. But, you know, he was never on the best team all those years in New Orleans, wasn't able to go to the Lakers, winds up on the Clippers. Then they fell short. But now here he is, the veteran presence on this otherwise very young Phoenix team. It would mean everything to his legacy. Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and watch exclusively on ESPN+. 
Today's interview is brought to you by Summit Golf Brands. Golf's coolest company offers everything you need to look great while you play your best. As the weather starts to turn, you have to be prepared for on and off the course. Take a look at the award-winning zero-restriction line of active and outerwear. Yes, ladies, they offer yoga pants and city windbreakers. The Urban Wind Jacket will have your friends asking where you got it. Guys, if you want that cool off-the-course look on the links, try the new Champ Hoodie. It's a hybrid wind jacket with ultra-soft sleeves and lining. You can immediately tell Summit believes in creating products that people really want. Right now, Zero Restriction is offering an exclusive 25% off discount with code STUART25! So run, don't walk to that computer, and head to ZeroRestriction.com for all your cool golf and lifestyle gear needs. So you got a great voice for radio. Time to get back on course. Thanks for radio. I, <laughs> I get a lot of that, too. As the pro show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. It's the Pro Show, and I'm Keith Stewart. Welcome back to New Jersey's ESPN 920. When pop culture meets innovation, we all witness a moment. Jihei Lee is about to make golf coaching beyond cool. Her moment is right now, and players and coaches are about to realize it. It's just another fantastic frost delay free Friday afternoon here on the Pro Show. And we are back with Jihei Lee. Jihei, we touched upon this just before the break. How can your technology help develop and or enhance the player coach relationship when it comes down to learning to play better and performing better, as you put it, in golf? So the way I have uh, seen it, and based on the conversations that we've had with coaches along the way, of course, with a lot of the research that we've done, we we had to talk to lots and lots of different coaches. The problem that they're facing right now is that they go through a lesson, and the player visits them, you know, once a month or once every other week, and they kind of they kind of talk about the same thing every single lesson. Um, because they kind of see the same thing without any improvement. Um, these, these have to use some slightly different language so that it's worth the $100 or $200 for the student. And what, what we want to do is let's improve that. Let's, let's break that down and make sure that you're communicating clearly, right, in terms of inches and degrees. It's something that you can hold yourself and the student accountable to. And uh, eventually when we have a version of the student app that allows the student to kind of practice with this, the student will, will have some clear goals and guidelines to work towards instead of just kind of guessing whether they're accomplishing what they and uh, their coach talked about before, right? So in that way, you know, when they come from back for their lesson, they have something that, you know, they're on the same page about and they can keep track of uh, their progress, right, in inches and, inches and degrees. And it's, there's no gray about it. It's, it's very black and white. So when you see concrete, measurable improvement and you can make progress, that is going to build the relationship uh, much more stronger. Well, it's one thing to do that on the practice tee. And I face this challenge myself. But what really intrigues me, aside from getting six views from one video take, it, this this second component, I mean, this would be part B of what I love so much about this innovation, is that you know, you said it yourself when we spoke earlier this week, this is mobile 3D capture and there's no better place than to test performance 
or whether or not someone can execute under the gun than to take them to their least favorite tee shot on the golf course and then film them and put them in the position to learn that, that you are now giving the coaches and the players. I mean, how significant is it that this technology is now mobile? Yeah, we like to call that 3D on the go, right? Wherever the game is being played. And let's be honest, you know, it's great to get a lesson. And if I personally see lessons on the range as like a, like a, you know, safety blanket. I love getting lessons. I love, I love being out there hitting balls, but um, when you're under the gun and you have to execute a shot, you something happens to you physically. It's not just mental, right? Something happens to you, the environment, the you know the look of the shot, like it all kind of affects how you how you move and to be able to capture that and measure it and know what it is that you do. And armed with that knowledge, you can mitigate the things that happen to you under the gun. I mean, that's huge. It, there's no doubt it's huge. And I think, you know, I want I want to again, I want to pull back for a second and look at this in a macro sense, because, you know, this because, you know, you've done a deep dive into all of this instruction and coaching and you've been coached and I'm sure you've been a coach at times, uh, just like I have. And we know that not enough people take lessons in golf. One thing we do know, similar to your growth during a pandemic, our game, our beloved game has grown exponentially during a pandemic. And I worry about how we're going to sustain it. This device could be the type of thing that would get more people to take lessons and and maybe sustain that growth or keep people more engaged in the game. Right. Is there some truth to what I'm saying there? Absolutely. And I think the key with any consumer product is meet them where they are. Right. Don't make it complicated. Don't make them come to you. Don't make it uh, don't make it like a boxed, you know, set experience. If they could if you can make it as easy as, hey, you know, let's take a quick video while I'm taking the shot and be able to use that as a uh, fodder for that lesson, uh, material for that lesson and, and make it really easy digitally. Um, so a bit of a hybrid learning model, make that, make that be the starting point for them to come back and, you know, take an in-person lesson, but also, you know, keep them engaged digitally. I think that's, that's going to grow uh, the, the, the instruction industry for sure. Yeah. The coolness factor, I think, really helps promote the player coach relationship. And we had Scott Fawcett on last week and he brought up a really good point. You know, golf is one of the few sports that isn't taught on the field of play and what you've created and what you're emphasizing totally gets people in the moment more so than feeling like they're just, you know, hitting a rock pile on a range. And, and I think that that's really cool. It also makes me think about the greater world and sports business and the applications that you all can create. You mentioned earlier, and I, and I caught this, but you said this is your first product, right? Where can, what other what other type of verticals can you take this technology to? Yeah, I don't want to speak too too in depth about this quite yet, but we see a huge potential in the world of um, fitness, strength, conditioning. You know, you, you do have to put in some time uh, in the gym, whether you're an athlete for a different sport or you're simply trying to get better at fitness. And uh, I think there's a big potential to help people assess where they are currently and, um, you know, design programs that are personalized to where they want to go, um, whether it's improving the range of, range of motion or being able to do a headstand in, in yoga. Well, you said it earlier, meet them where they are. Well, we know where the coaches are. They're kind of stuck. 
and you've met them there. So I'm sure you're going to get tons of feedback, whether it be for putting, for short game, uh, for long game applications. I mean, just in golf alone, the applications are endless. Now, uh, we've piqued everyone's interest here that's listening to the show. How can my listeners get started or the coaches that are listening um, get involved with your product, Sportsbox AI? So you can find out more information on our Instagram channel at Sportsbox AI or on our website, sportsbox.ai. And I know there's a ton of coaches who have um, kind of been on our wait list, which is, you know, we were very grateful for that. We're just trying to get people through a process of uh, onboarding, so to speak, so that we can get them on their way and and, uh, having no friction the first first time they open the app. So just be patient with us. Um, Please go and drop us a note so that you can get on the wait list on our our website, and uh, we'll get you on your way as soon as possible. Well, you know what? Having served served golfers for 25 years of my life and then some, um, I've got good news and bad news. The good news is the off season's coming. It's going to be cold and uh, they'll be less excited about golf. The bad news is, is that most golfers aren't patient. So everybody listen to what she had to say and uh, give them some moments because what they're building is something really cool. Uh, I just, uh, I just, I, I'm just fascinated by all of this. And uh um, I think that my audience would love an opportunity, Jihei, to get to know you a little bit better. We have a little tradition on the show. We like to ask our uh, guests a little um, rapid fire Q&A to get to know your personal side. Are you game for a little bit of this after talking about Sportsbox? Let's, let's do it. I'll try my best. All right. Besides Sportsbox AI's app, what's the most used app on your phone? <laughs> Google Maps. Google Maps. I'm always on the go. I, 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 I don't understand how he functioned with that Google Maps. On a scale of one to 10, rate how much of a golf nerd you are. Oh my God, 1,000. All right, well that, begs the, well, that begs the question. And what's the, the golf nerdiest thing you've ever done? The golf nerdiest thing I ever say is I, I failed as a professional golfer because I... I enjoyed my time practicing and figuring little things out incrementally. I enjoyed that process far more than actually playing and competing. If coffee were illegal, would you still drink it? No, I, I, you know, coffee and caffeine, it's not the function, functionality uh, of it. It's, It's more the warm liquid that I like to, you know, consume. So I think I would find other ways. Now, you mentioned you spent some time on a range. What's your biggest pet peeve on a practice range? Oh, I just hate when I see people who are just beating ball after another, especially with their driver. Um, and I know that they're getting nothing out of that session. That's just I just want to shake them and uh, uh, give them a book or something. Well, you know, based upon our conversation today, I give you a license to shake anyone. All right. I think you I think you you know more than most and you can help. All right. What was your last impulse buy? Oh, my goodness. Um, I have been in the market for a really easy to use tripod. So um, I purchased a couple and they're on the, on the way. I'm going to start testing them to see if it's something that we can uh, create an affiliate program around. One place you would love to visit without your golf clubs. I'm going to I'm going to Korea later this month to visit my parents for the first time. That's the first thing that popped into my head. I won't be traveling with my golf clubs, uh, but yeah, I, I need to go to Korea. Your best subject in school. 
Chinese. I, I took Chinese. So I'm Korean. I was born in Korea. That's my native language. Uh, but I took Chinese all throughout high school and college. And I was an economics major in at Yale, but uh, I got all of my best uh, best grades and, and all, my GPA was definitely pulled up by my Chinese grades. One more for you. What's one piece of advice you would like to give your younger self? I watched a, this is a slightly longer answer to this question, but um, I watched um, Elizabeth Gilbert, uh, the, the author of uh, Eat, Pray, Love, uh, her TED Talk, um, which is on YouTube. Um, and in there, she talks about why the, the creative mind suffers uh, depression um, because they um, have one, they produce one hit and then they wonder, you know, how am I ever going to follow that up? I am doomed. And uh, the way to deal with that is, you know, your job isn't to produce hits every time. Your job is to show up, show up and do the work. And if, if you are there, you, give, you allow yourself to be in the space doing the work and the genius strikes you and, and it just passes through you and, and is gifted to you, uh, you're able to do some extraordinary work. Your job isn't to, to create it intentionally almost. And I, that really, really spoke to me as somebody who just was, um, you know, everybody goes through their, their ups and downs in, in professional golf. And you just wonder why I just shot that 82 when I shot 65 the day before. And your job isn't to shoot a 65. Your job is to just show up every day and do the best. And I wish I had that mindset when I was playing golf. You know what? People joke all the time about my rapid fire Q and a, but we get gems like that all the time. I can't thank you enough for sharing that. Um, your genius strikes us, your spirit, your infectious nature is, is, is as cool as your innovation. Jihei Lee, you've been amazing this afternoon. I can't thank you enough for being on the pro show. Thank you so much, Keith. Uh, thank you for having me on. I'm going to have you back in the spring. We got to get an update. This thing is way too cool. Uh, well, hopefully we'll have made lots of progress by then. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind you will. And there's no doubt we're fast approaching 4 p.m. there, everyone. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We're coming back to wrap up today's show with the weekly update. The Max Kellerman Show. You know, there was no one there like, hey, where's that guy we just hired? He just stopped showing up suddenly 15 years ago. So you got to wait. It's 650 G's. And now he's being sued. I don't know. I, you can't just not show up for work. But, but if he's not, like, doing anything fraudulent and they're just sending him the checks, I mean, why wouldn't he just deposit it in his account? The Max Kellerman Show, weekdays at 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Watch exclusively on ESPN+. Join the thousands of golfers who already call Stick and Hack their home for the best golf stories, original podcasts, special events, member perks, and an active community of golfers across North America. Up until now, the golf media landscape lived somewhere between straight PGA coverage or idiots wrecking golf carts. We take a different approach by celebrating all sides of golf, life, and all the ways this amazing game connects Sticks and Hacks every day. Your free membership entitles you to discounts from major brands all over the country while connecting you with like-minded golfers for discussion, tips, or even a round of golf. So head to stickandhack.com and enjoy the world's greatest golf club without the course. St. Jude exceeds any expectation or any dream I could have ever had about a hospital 
first was getting David here to save his life. But then I was told we wouldn't get a bill. I, I didn't quite process that. How's this possible? It's possible through all the wonderful people who donate. It's pretty amazing when you consider that seven years ago, we didn't have the treatments we have now. We cure 80% of children with cancer. If you think about that, I mean, go back 50 years, we were curing 20 to 30%. This is the miracle story of modern medicine. The research here is research that we share with everyone else because overall we want to help all children that have cancer. What makes that possible is people that give to St. Jude. They really help us to fulfill our mission and we're so grateful to have them on our team. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Get ready for the back nine. As the Pro Show continues, once again, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You're listening to ESPN 920. Now, the show will be posted tonight online. Why don't you share it with a friend? Speaking of sharing, Twitter continues to pay dividends. Better get on there and follow me at, at KJStewartPGA. And if you want to follow us here anytime, 920ESPNNewJersey.com. Hit the vibe. Used to spend my nights out. This is a uh, a smart add to the playlist. Yeah, if this doesn't have drinking in a bar written all over it, I don't know what to say. Well, actually, it's a it's an apology playlist edition because after telling that story about my wife, she loves this song. Really? So I'm playing it for her. <laughs> You're nice, honey. Sorry about the story. You're downplaying my addition, though. It feels like we're in a bar drinking. Well, the only difference is we're not in a bar. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to comment there. I wasn't going to comment. It is a classic Friday afternoon vibe here, though. Totes. You know, I want, you know what I want to do? I want to play with that app. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, dude, it's unbelievable. You got, you have it. I have it. I've put Will Dixon swing in it. Ridiculous. It's it's so cool. It, it instantly breaks it down into those six different swings. I, I mean, the six different views, top, bottom, uh, down the line, front, down the line, from the back, face on, and from the backside of the golfer. And there's an avatar that, well, I, man, I'm telling you, it's, I think this is why she's on the pro show. We It's where pop culture meets innovation, man. Do you, do you think it's witchcraft? Do you think we should report her somewhere? No, it's not Halloween anymore. If there's any witchcraft, it's November 1st. And I'm walking through Coles uh, the other day and they got Christmas music playing. Oh, please. That's I, witchcraft. Same, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of witchcraft, our sponsors for the weekly update, TaylorMade, they're up to some devious witchcraft with their with their innovations because you have got to try the all new P790 irons. And iron is more than metal. It's a result of countless hours of research, testing and player feedback. Matt Wolf plays these irons and he was 10 under yesterday. Clean card with 10 birdies. With a forged face and speed foam air for more speed and better feel, you have got to try the all-new P790 irons and discover the player they'll push you to become. Check them out. And to find a fitter near you, go to TaylorMadeGolf.com. Some say I have a forged face. Yes. (laughs) Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance. Is it? A BBC report, England's Bronte Law secured her maiden ladies European tour title with a victory at the Dubai Moonlight Classic. They played at night. Wow. Really awesome. 
The 26-year-old produced an impressive final round 64 to edge a shot clear of Mexico's Maria Fossi at the Emirates Golf Club. Law played her last eight holes in six under par thanks to an eagle and four birdies. She said, it's a bit surreal right now, but I'm just so happy to win again because it's been a while. You know, I've been thinking about this. The whole world is celebrating Bronte, but you got to look at what the Ladies European Tour did by mm-hmm. playing at night. Yeah. I think Greg Norman should take notice, right? <laughs> All right. So you play a golf tournament at night. If his upstart league played in the dark, I doubt the PGA Tour would have any problems with it. <laughs> That's a great idea. You, know? you should suggest that. Might be worth a try. As long as you play at night, we're let's, good. Let's, let's dial up the shark. All right. Today's U.S. Open coverage followed by Silk Stockings. Ooh. Wait, was that the Skinamax show? No, it's USA Today. Or not USA. USA Network. USA okay, Network, okay, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good, but not as good. <laughs> yeah. John Orand, our friend from Sports Business Journal, reports, the USA Network will carry a triple header of Premier League games on January 1st, the day after NBCSN Sports Network, NBC Sports Network, goes dark. They've been telling you all this, but NBC Sports Network is going dark this December 31st. Wow. And all learned, of that, just learned that just now. All of that sports coverage is going away. Well, later this week, NBC Sports Group will formally announce the specific sports properties that will migrate from NBCSN to the USA Network. And when they do that, mm-hmm. it is proposed that the USGA and RNA Golf Championships are two of the sports that are going to go that way. The strategic and international move of sports content to USA was a long and collaborative process with our corporate cousins at USA, said NBC Sports Programming Executive VP Tom Knapp. It has created the cable version of a broadcast network with the exception of news. NBC Sports execs believe the move will lead to USA becoming the top rated sports and entertainment channel on cable. Bring back silk stockings. I was going to say, you buried the, the headline was very misleading. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have Lucy Lawless there, too. All right. Sports will be moving to more than just USA. CNBC, E! Network, and Peacock also will carry sports events exclusively, Knapp said. Well, all right. I, I, it, amongst that list, I was missing one name here, Wade. So, hey, Golf Channel, if you're covering the Mayacoba Mexico championship mm-hmm. and not the U.S. Open, uh, might be time to uh, reassess some of your uh, right situation on, there, you know, right on that uh, problems. All right. <laughs> Speaking of problems, sometimes all you need is a little push. Beth Ann Nichols of Golf Week reports the par three second hole on the die course at the Country Club of Landfall is surrounded by water on all three sides. Maryland's Carla Elena Vasquez Setzer knocked her tee shot to 10 feet in winds that were gusting over 35 miles per hour, yet still managed to find the hazard as Vasquez Setzer. Wait a second. She hit the green and she found the hazard? Yeah. Let's let's dig deeper. As Vasquez Setzer putted out for par during round one of the landfall tradition in Wilmington, North Carolina, her push cart parked on a flat surface (laughs) roughly 25 yards from the water went barreling toward Dye Lake. By the time Vasquez Setzer made it to her golf bag, it was fully submerged. Thankfully, quick-thinking volunteers grabbed rakes from a nearby bunker <laughs> and held onto the wheels to keep the cart from fully sinking. Head coach Kelly Hovland's first thought was that she'd have to try to fish out enough clubs for Vasquez Setzer to be able to carry on. The freshman was, after all, putting together one of the Terps' best rounds. When they managed to wrestle the bag out of the lake, incredibly, only one club, a 9-iron, was missing, along with Vasquez Seltzer's cell phone. Her rangefinder, though recovered, was another casualty. 
Oh. Hovland, the coach, said she was blown away by how quickly Vasquez sets her, adjusted to the debacle, noting that she wiped down all of her clubs, and the 20-year-old said she'd be fine without a nine iron and she could replace her phone someday. Vasquez sets her, walked over to the next tee, a slight dogleg left that offers plenty of trouble, and ripped her drive right down the middle. After that, Hovland, who had gone back to the tee on the second hole to help a next play, another player from her team felt good about Vasquez Setzer's headspace. Of course, Vasquez Setzer approached into the par four third hole would require a nine iron. <laughs> she instead choked down on an eight and made birdie. The first of three birdies over the next five holes. Vasquez Setzer, who started on number 10, finished with an even par 72. And while she played the rest of the tournament with 13 clubs, plenty of landfall members offered to bring her their own nine irons. Oh. The club happens to have work scheduled on the Dye Lake this week, and they have insisted on having a scuba diver look for Vasquez Setzer's club. <laughs> Every year, the Terps pick their own model for the season. Hovland was both pleased and surprised when the team came up with this one for 2021. Own the response. It's posted in the locker room and stitched on team backpacks. Last week, Vasquez Setzer brought that motto to life. You know, she wait. She birdied three of her next five. Pretty impressive stuff, yeah. and certainly a valuable lesson. Right? There's a valuable lesson to everyone listening. Do not just keep going. Don't let things bother you. No, yes. no. To put the parking brake on your push cart. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Mickelson provides a little motivation. Phil Mickelson has already performed one miracle this year. That at the, the PGA Championship at Kiowa. But he could be on to his way to helping another if his message helps Josh Allen deliver the Buffalo Bills their first ever Super Bowl championship. The Bills quarterback dressed as Mickelson for Halloween as he arrived for their Sunday clash with the Miami Dolphins. A nod to the relationship struck up between the two. Turns out Mickelson has given the Bills offensive star a mindset boost. He was used as a motivational speaker of sorts for the team in the preseason after becoming the oldest player to win a major championship at 50 years and 11 months. It was right after he won the PGA and he was right there with his trophy and the golf cart. He was on the golf course and he took about 30 minutes to talk to the team and it was really cool, Alan revealed in the press conference. He talked about finding kind of like your zen, finding where you're calm early on. And I've known this for a long time, but I don't play good when I'm pissed off and frustrated. And Phil has brought that to light for me. Really mm. clarified things. Mickelson has been a late but impressive taker to the social media scene. But for all the playfulness and fun, he clearly was able to convey a serious message to the golf mad Josh Allen. I think we all agree his PGA Championship victory was quite a special moment in sports. But let's be honest. If Mickelson can add his magic to a team that hasn't won a championship in nearly 60 years, now that would be something that special be as well. Something special as well, right. All right, speaking of special, our weekly update with J.R. Smith. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze when these people... Well, the North Carolina A&T Aggies wrapped up their golf season. Oh, it's it? They're done? Uh, well, no, for the fall. Okay. They'll, they'll be back in March. And uh, J.R. Smith went to homecoming to celebrate this past weekend. Homecoming football game. Uh, he got rised by... Ra he got rat... Razzed? <laughs> Strike that. Reverse it. He got razzed by rival fans and friends all over Twitter. Uh, always entertaining. J.R. Smith. We're going to miss you this winter. Uh, obviously, folks, if there's something for us to report on, we will. But we're going to let J.R. enjoy the holidays a little bit. And uh, when the spring season starts up for the Aggies, we will be back in touch and giving you weekly updates. And, of course, that is your Pro Show update for the week ending November 5th, 2021. 
Special thanks to our sponsors, of course, for the weekly update, TaylorMade Golf, New Jersey Golf Foundation, and Summit Golf Brands for bringing us Jihei Lee and the fabulous interview that we had today. It was awesome. Yeah, awesome. You know who else is awesome? You, Wade Weezer. You the man. In all your Steve Blues Clues glory today. All right, most importantly, you know, everybody, I love my listeners. Now, before we go, that's why I'm going to leave you with one brief thought about extra hours. We are all short on time. The world has become busy again. Do yourself a favor and take that extra hour this weekend and spend it on yourself. If we all did that, the worldwide benefit would be more than just extra sleep. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show. Thanks for joining us for today's show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the T next Friday at 3 on ESPN 920.